Welcome to Gal Pals Watch. I'm Sarah. And I'm Alicia. And today we have a very special episode. Um, we're not talking about one particular movie today. We are talking to Danielle Earle. Danielle, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me on with you guys. I love what you're doing, especially all the posts on Instagram and like the movies <laughs> I love. <laughs> uh, but my name is uh, Danielle Earl. I'm a, a film producer, uh, originally from New York, uh, and a director and writer. So, so yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome. We're really happy to have you. Oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, you've done a lot. I remember when you first contacted us and... Um, I was like, oh, cool, you know, I want to know more. And you sent me this, like, very long message, and I was like, holy crap, <laughs> like, she's in it. <laughs> so tell us a bit about what you've done. Um, yeah, you know, it's mostly, you know, how, how it all started was from a web series. I did a Brooklyn is in Love web series, and this is, like, a million years ago, and, like, in 2010, like, for the development. Um, but, uh, yeah, I started off, you know, originally doing, um, like animation and visual effects. I wanted to go into that as an animator. And then I just started, you know, you know, I always loved films and I just didn't, you know, um, like, I guess have the confidence to go into it. So, um, but, you know, later on you, you see like Shonda Rhimes and all these different people, you know, kind of popping up and, and making their own projects. And I'm like, you know what, let me go to school and then learn about film production and, uh, you know, during that time. So right after college around like 2008. Um, I went to school for City College to learn about film directing and all that stuff. Um, and then I started that series and I just kind of kept going after that and just uh, continued to produce films and, um, you know, and that sort of thing. <laughs> Wonderful. Cool. So yeah. what are some of the projects that you've worked on um, that have like queer characters in them? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, in Brooklyn is in Love, that was like the first, you know, queer character that we had was uh, was Brian. Um, and it was like, you know, but the, it was kind of in terms of, you know, with his character, um, we had it where he played like a, a male prostitute was, was something that wasn't, you know, I wouldn't say wasn't like, you know, uh, you know, known or shown in like films or anything like that. But, mm. um, you know, but he was one of the big, you know, big characters uh, on that show. And, and he was a part of the whole ensemble and, um, and uh, you know, pretty much for the two seasons that we did that show. And then. Uh, after that, I wrote this uh, the film, the feature film um, called Lovers Game, uh, which is like a you know lesbian uh, you know romance thriller you know type film, and um, yeah, it just you know kind of just started you know popping up at that time, just developing more uh, queer visibility and and just so many wonderful projects like um, Carol and and movies that you know started uh, coming out in the surface yeah. and kind of gave me the confidence to kind of you know continue that um, that path with it so <laughs> that's yeah, awesome it is exciting like how many more projects are being made that feature queer characters and you yeah. know like queer filmmakers yeah. and everything so and um, I was lucky enough to watch Lover's Game um and I was I was really happy with it because it it like took the conventional story of like a straight woman or seemingly straight woman meeting a lesbian and like kind of falling for her and kind of turned it. Um, and, you know, spoiler alert, um, it doesn't really have like a put together, like tied with a bow, happy ending, which I really liked. Oh, well, thank you guys. I felt like, you know, I really wanted those characters to kind of, you know, and now I'm ruining the movie too. <laughs> I really wanted, you know, them to kind of be together and stuff like that and have that kind of dynamic at the end. You know, and sadly it doesn't, you know, with love stories and even relationships and, you know, and real life doesn't kind of end up that way sometimes. But, 
Um, but yeah, you know, that was like, and I'm so happy that you watched it. It was a very low budget film. It was like my first film, you know, doing it. And I didn't have like, you know, a big crew, like similar to what I have right now. I had just like me, I was filming it and I didn't have a DP at that time. <laughs> so I had wow. a small crew. I had like a couple of people helping with like audio and, and that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I look back at it, I'm like, you know what, at least, you know, I did it, you know, in terms of like a stepping stone to kind of uh, make more projects, you know, um, that kind of express that, you know, with career visibility and, and that sort of thing. But, um, oh my gosh, I'm so, so happy that you guys saw it. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, you can tell that it was, you know, a kind of grassroots kind of movie and, but it was, edited so well to be quite honest it was I really liked all the um scenes of New York I feel like mm -hmm. that really like though that brought it home for me it made it feel real oh thank <laughs> you so much oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really really liked it um yeah so tell us more about um I guess your inspiration for this I know your inspiration for was it um, Brooklyn is in love? I think I read on your website, you just like heard on the radio someone's story and yeah. decided yeah. to go from there. What What's your inspiration? Where do you pull it from? Yeah, it's like, um, and it's funny that you mentioned that, like I basically just, you know, life experiences, but like, um, you know, even with Brooklyn, Brooklyn is in love, um, you know, Brian's character actually was connected, you know, to my uh, brother, you know, and, you know, so I kind of just like, you know, tied that into the whole, but he wasn't a male person, <laughs> in terms of that, but he was, you know, in terms of like, you know, he was um, a lot of friends, a lot of like female friends and, and that sort of thing. So I was like, okay, you know, kind of just, you know, um, picturing people in your life that you kind of connect with and just writing about and even with Diane's character it was kind of like me in a sense like you know I was kind of the person like a Charlie Brown kind of person where you have a lot of people around you and you're kind of like the quiet one <laughs> in a sense. Um, yeah and so uh, but I kind of that was a true story I was listening to radio I know nobody listens to the radio anymore but <laughs> I was listening to um, uh, like I think it was 106.7 out here um, it's a radio station and there's like Delilah who, who plays all these kind of like sad romantic you know music on a Friday night or something <laughs> late. so I was like yeah I was like you know listening to somebody calling in and just requesting a song and saying that you know they're having so much struggles with like college and and trying to you know after like kind of like post-college you know trying to you know survive in New York City right now especially during that time um with uh, Wall Street Occupy Wall Street was going on mm -hmm. so people were like you know compared to what's going on right now I remember a lot of people were like out of work and so it was a very depressing time. So I was like, Oh, you know, maybe we should, you know, I should write, you know, the series, but I had a friend who I was kind of like a pen pal, but she was, she went out to San Francisco, the same college I went to um, at the Academy of Art University. And, and she was uh, studying there. Um, and she was like wanting to be a writer, like aspiring writer. And so it was both of us, you know, developing the whole project or the concept. And she, we were kind of just texting back and forth. And she was telling me, she's like, oh, you know, um, you know, about Brooklyn is love. You know, you love Brooklyn. You did this series, you know, before with mu musicians and interviewing them. You know, um, let's call it like, you know, she put actually a typo and it was Brooklyn is in love. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. And she's like, no, actually, I meant like Brooklyn is love or Brooklyn is in love. So I was like, oh, no, this is great. We're like, just leave it like this. And like, and then after that, you know, I just like, I had an idea. I'm like, okay, three friends living in Brooklyn and, you know, story around Diane and, 
and that sort of thing. And um, I'm also like a big fan of like, you know, um, my mother actually originally, she loves um, like the Young the Restless and all these different oh, soap yes. operas. So I was like, my brother's was named after like um, Jonathan Hart from Heart to Heart in like the 80s. I was named <laughs> after like Diane's baby from uh, Meg Ryan's baby on As the World Turns. So we kind of had That's that really funny. Of, like, funny. I was na- also named after a soap opera character. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh my yeah. Oh my yeah. God. So I forget it, which one, but <laughs> it's that it's like it's just you know she kind of had that um, you know just love for filmmaking and, and just movies and that sort of thing and love stories so that kind of you know was my inspiration and and it kind of followed me with other projects too um, and even with Lovers Game you know with that happening um, you know after Brooklyn is in Love so I kind of just find the inspiration in just like that sort of thing it could be related to music or just you know what I'm going through at that moment you know. Um, so yeah, sorry, that's like a tongue twister. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that makes sense. It's like, um, drawing inspiration from what's around you and what you're feeling at the moment and that kind of thing. Like, that's where a lot of creative people get their inspiration from. Right. Yeah. And it seems like you get inspiration from the city of New York too. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, originally from, uh, from Bronx, New York. Um, so, you know, my family and everything like that is still out there. I'm, I live in New Jersey now, you know, where I work as, you know, during the day, aside from producing as a teacher and stuff, but, um, New York has always been, you know, my love, especially Brooklyn. And just like during that time, like in the, I would say like the 2000, like 2008, around that peak time, there was so many like different bands happening, like indie bands and, and, uh, a lot of clubs opening up, you know, a lot of people used to go out and see a show. And I noticed like now it's like, it's still happening. People go out as often, but back then it was like, you know, I just noticed a lot of, you know, people in their like late twenties or mid twenties, just really appreciating music, um, and underground bands and stuff. So I was kind of that person, like that nerd that used to go kind of hang out <laughs> at all these different, you know, go, and I used to just go, you know, by myself, but like alone. And, um, and so, um, an interview artists and, and sort of thing, like, uh, the, the band right now called great big world, like, I remember when Ian Axel was like um, an NYU student and he asked me to interview him at that time. So wow, I did that. So yeah. Cool. So it was like all these like really, you know, everybody kind of just hung out, knew each other. And um, and so that's kind of like, you know, that element kind of gave me that, you know, inspiration to kind of just go into filmmaking. But um, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> awesome. I really like that. Yeah, me too. I had a question and then I forgot it. No. <laughs> oh gosh, what was it? Uh, well, Sarah, do you have a question? Um, sure. Yeah. Well, what are you working on like right now, and what are the different roles that you've played like on different sets? And yes. yeah, what do you have coming up? Yeah, right now, um, we're actually working. It's uh in in production right now. We're tr- trying to you know figure out the dates and when we're gonna film it, but. Um, it's Chasing Love. Um, it's an uh, LGBTQ uh, short film um, that uh, basically expresses like uh, trans visibility, especially mm-hmm. in um, that project. Um, so I'm actually one of the producers of it. Um, and there's a, a writer, upcoming writer that uh, reached out to me um, that, you know, is looking to produce it. So right now it's like, you know, the past couple of years, I would say like the past three or four years, I've been going more into like producing and a lot of people coming up to me to like, you know, you know, can you help me produce this project and, and forming a team and getting, you know, uh, the right people and locations that they need. So I kind of like, it's weird. It's like now I'm getting, you know, older, you know, I just turned, you know, uh, 35, like last week. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm like getting old. I'm like reaching that peak. So it's like, you 
35. No, 35 is not old. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I feel like my bones baking. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like I try my best to kind of, I feel very happy to kind of help uh, give those filmmakers that first step because I didn't have that when I was going into the, you know, the whole business. And um, even with like joining the Writers Guild, I was like the youngest one, you know, getting wow. into that union. So it's like, you know, it, it, it's good to always have that kind of foundation of other people kind of helping out and, and giving you that, you know, um, support. So I'm like, you know, at a good position right now and saying to myself, okay, you know what, um, you know, helping other directors also it kind of, um, you know, expands on the whole production company for film entertainment. So um, you're still able to kind of, you know, produce a lot of films in terms of, you know, queer content. And there's a lot of people out there that have really great ideas. So I'm like, you know, I'm always open to collaborating and, um, yeah, and just working with the new, you know, ways of filmmakers. So that's awesome. And especially <laughs> like queer filmmakers, a lot of times don't have the same kind of access mm -hmm. to yeah. resources. And so it's really cool that like you're trying to be that person for a lot of people, which is awesome. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, that was like the perfect answer. <laughs> yeah, like, I just want to help others, <laughs> which is, I'm sure, extremely genuine. But yeah. it just like warmed my heart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. Yeah, because even my one of my students, she graduated. She's part of uh, the queer community too, my students actually, and um, they just, you know, they reach out to me after they graduated, so um, mm -hmm. they're always looking, like, you know, one of them is an aspiring director, and um, so I've helped her, you know, even with her projects right now, she's trying to cast and getting, you know, actors, and, um, and she wants to gain more experience, you know, um, so she's actually just finished the uh, production assistant role um, for a oh. SAG uh, short film, SAG short film nice. New York, um, so yeah, so it's like, you know, I'm always, you know, kind of wanting to help and help other people and, and you always get that resort you know um reward at the end you know just feeling you know good you know after that so <laughs> but, how yeah. did you learn how to do all this stuff like how to be a producer how to be a director that kind of I, thing I learned like in trial and error especially when I was young I <laughs> yeah. was like what I was doing you know with filming even with Lover's Game I mean even Brooklyn is Love I remember the time that um because that was like my, my first ever project ever working with a cast and everything so I was kind of doing it all on my own. And um, I remember the first time we had, were on set and um, my car was actually towed that weekend. It was like, oh, no, no. that's the worst. <laughs> that's happened to me before. I was working with the crew at the time and one person, one of my friends, um, she's like reached out to me. She's like, oh, you know, one of my friends can, you know, help out as like a production assistant and stuff. And I remember he was like parking the car and he came back and he was like, you know, the car's not there. Oh, <laughs> no. And then I was like, so, um, you know, it's it, all those kind of things. And I'm, at that time, I was like, I wanted to give up and everything. And I was like, oh, no. And um, and just it was like the actors and the people around me were like, you know, don't, you know, don't give up. The script is too good. And like, you have to keep going. And so it really, you know, those types of trial and errors helped me. And I was able to kind of, you know, build relationships and, and meeting other people to help, you know, during that way. And. Um, so that kind of, you know, helped me go into the mode of going in, going into producing, like actively going as, you know, getting experience as a director, you know, made me kind of confident, just like, okay, you know, now you can take that other role as like a producer and, and mm -hmm. helping out. And even with Lover's Game, um, the producer that helped fund it was, um, she actually uh, worked with on a project uh, for uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's mom. She's like a very big uh, producer out there, and she discovered our project from like Indiegogo and donated nice. to it. And <laughs> so it was like an unknown source. 
So, um, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, this person like took the time to helping me and not knowing at all about my background or or anything. So I'm like, you know, I'd love to be that type of person for other people, you know, and kind of helping them and, and that sort of thing. And, you know, so, so yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's how we get more, you know, people like you. If you want to see more of yourself and more mm-hmm. of, you know, whatever, um, queer representation, people, people of color mm-hmm. um, in the media, things like that, you have to really be an advocate for it and help it happen. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You're like that teacher that everyone is like inspired by. Yeah. And <laughs> Oh my God! Thank like you so much. I'm like, it doesn't. Sometimes you know, you're working with teenagers. It doesn't oh, happen yeah. that way in the beginning. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> never. But it takes a while. No, it takes a while, like to you know, to um, to get into the mold and everything. And even with like you know, my student that graduated, it was very like you know, uh, it was my first time as a you know teacher at that you know district and stuff. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like them getting to know you, but after seeing that person like say to you like you know miss earl and coming after school and saying i really want to go into this and what do i need to do to to get there you know it just like really opens your heart and just like you know it it keeps you going as is helping you know especially with the youth the queer youth that definitely needs that support and just you know um from other people from the community you know too so um so yeah awesome (laughs) that's really awesome um the question that I was thinking of before oh, yeah, that I love to ask is like, what were your representations of people or, you know, characters that you identified with in the media? And it can be like identify in any way, um, you know, when you were younger. Oh my gosh, this is a good question. Oh my gosh. It's like, <laughs> the thing about it is because, you know, and especially, you know, being a black person, I grew up in, you know, Oakland, New Jersey, where it was like a very small percentage of like black or or Asian in the community, maybe like two or three like families. So I, it's it's different because like um I know I shouldn't say different, but I was used to kind of like growing up in like listening to rock music and, and all that kind of stuff. And then like yeah. I spent one year I I lived in in Florida where it was a different dynamic. There was a lot more you know blacks that went to high school, so I kind of got influenced with like you know, different, you know, gender and just, like, learning about, you know, the, you know, the uh, Black history and all that other stuff, but, um, you know, coming back, and, and I, you know, to me, I feel like it's a good experience. It kind of educates other people, you know, in the outside of your community, and, um, and also, um, you know, I would say that, uh, you know, in terms of influence, it's, that's a hard question. There was no <laughs> really, like, any, you know, Black directors or any, that I could see really in movies and, and that sort of thing until like I would say until like Shonda Rhimes and I was like in college at yeah, that point yeah. you know and I was like look you know watching Grey's Anatomy and like you know started to pop I'm like who's this person that like wrote this show like, <laughs> never showed her photo or anything like that like, oh. uh, um, yeah. but um you know influential like growing up it was mostly just animators and and, and people like the Simpsons all that stuff because I used to you know oh, nice. as an illustrator um but it's tough it's like, I'm a big fan of the X-Files. I, I grew up watching that show. And my yep. biggest person that I looked up to was like Jillian Anderson. From yeah, like, <laughs> me like, too. Like, and like, even now as like an old person now. But um, yeah, I would say like, those are the two kind of like influential. But I would say like, in terms of now as like a 35 year old, you know, person in the business, I would say like Shonda Rhimes is like my biggest, you know, inspiration. And, um, you know, just kind of looking up to her and how she writes for everybody, you know. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
Um, I, it reminded me what you just said of this interview that I recently heard with a writer named Saeed Jones, who just came out with a memoir called How We Fight for Our Lives. That's really good. And this podcast wouldn't be complete if I didn't go off into talking about books. So, but anyway, um, so he was interviewed on NPR recently, and he said um, that like straight cis white men don't know how hard everyone else has to work in order to imagine ourselves into existence. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, he said it. Like, that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly how it feels. So, but that's pretty much what you just said too. It just reminded me of that. Yeah. yeah. So, oh my God, it's so true. It's like, and, and especially like now it's like, you know, even with women directors and how it's like, you know, it's such a small percentage like that are getting, you know, able to get funded or able to get projects out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's a lot of producers who've never like a director or, mm-hmm. um, and even with like Academy Awards and Oscars and stuff and like it really, you know, um, yeah, it's 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 scary <laughs> in terms of that. But um, but, but the because of is, people yeah. like you, it's changing. Yeah, <laughs> step yeah. by step. Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much. <laughs> Um, so can you repeat the name of the, uh, project that you said you're working on now that you're producing? Oh my God. Thank you. So, um, yeah, it's uh, chasing love. We actually have a website, um, out right now, um, awesome. on Instagram too, uh, Instagram chasing love. Um, and so, yeah, we're trying our best to kind of, you know, promote it, um, you know, get the word out there, um, and that sort of thing. So awesome. Chasing nice. love. So we'll put <laughs> links to that in our show notes too. Oh, awesome. Um, is there anything else that you want to shout out or like any other projects that you're working on that are coming up? Oh yeah. Um, and I totally forgot the other one, <laughs> the last, you know, you know, project, I was the, the writer director for it. Um, but it's uh, the haunted mind of insomniac, which is a project that's coming out soon. Um, and uh, it's like very different from what I've, you know, wrote in the past. It's like a horror film, but it's like set in like the 1950s, like the uh, 1950s in like Harlem, New York about um, a writer who, uh, ends up getting haunted by his wife who was murdered on like the rooftop of his apartment like many years oh. before <laughs> and like that sounds fascinating really yeah <laughs> so um so yeah he ends up like um you know there's a murder happening in the building and they think it's, it's they suspect it might be terrence who did it and but you don't know who it is and it's so it's kind of like a mystery type uh film but uh yeah so that's actually going to be coming out very soon um so so yeah <laughs> that's the next project. very nice <laughs> Um, where can people follow you and get updates about your projects? Oh my God. Um, yeah, I have like, you know, Instagram, which is like horrible at like promotion on that, <laughs> <laughs> but I have, it's a uh, TE227 at uh, Instagram. Um, but I also, um, oh my God, I have a Twitter. It's the same thing for, it's a PL street team. I think I have that for uh, the Twitter account and then, you know, Facebook, I have a, like a fan page or whatever, like a filmmaking page. But if you type in like Danielle Earl and you can search for me um uh but yeah so those are kind of like the you know the media platforms but we also have one for peel entertainment if you uh go just uh, type in peelentertainment.com you'll be able to see all the films and the projects that we're working on and and also upcoming you know projects that are coming out soon cool and that's pl like the letters pl yeah pl yeah (laughs) what does that stand for that is actually, it was a, a comic book I did a long time oh, ago. Cool. Major, oh, cool. And it was, it's called, it was called The Perfect Life Cartoon. So I did. <gasps> oh, my <Elf> gosh. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that this all started from, like, wanting to be an animator. That's so yeah, lovely. <laughs> it is really cool. <laughs> it 
It makes for a very good story. Like that trajectory is just so cool. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Cool. Well, do you have anything else, Alicia? No, I am so happy we got to talk to you today. Um, Yeah, me too. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) It has. Thank you so much for reaching out to us. Well, I want to say thank you so much for having me. Your your show is awesome. And I'm going to talk to everybody to like listen in and feel great. (laughs) Thank you so much. much. We appreciate it. (laughs)